Good morning, everyone. How is everyone doing on this chilly day? I know it's a little bit cold in New Jersey, and certainly it's a little bit chilly here in San Diego. We're getting some some wind. <laughs> so just wanted to come to you really quick. I was getting ready to do this podcast over the weekend, and um, I had an incoming call that I had to take. So here I am Monday morning, the 21st of January, and I wanted to call this podcast He saw the best in you. He, Jesus Christ, just like Marvin Sapp said, he saw the best in you. When everyone else around, they only saw the worst in you. As I reflect on my personal life, I can reflect on so many great things that Jesus Christ must have really saw the best in me to to grant me the blessings that, that I have today. No matter what someone may say or think, it kind of doesn't matter. But somehow God granted and trusted me enough to see the best in me. I want to take it a step back and say that also, too, I trusted God enough with the things that he gave me. For example, my job, my career, certain things like that. I remember sitting in Hawaii years ago as we were stationed there and it was Zanel and Torin and I, we were sitting there and there was a guest pastor and he talked about really the importance of paying tithes. Again, I grew up in a church where that was also preached as far as paying 10% or giving more and giving more offering. As I look back that time in my life, I was so broken. So like, oh gosh, my financial situation was so different um, that I really should have been doing the right thing as far as paying my tithes, but I, I felt as though like I did other things maybe to give back. Anyway, now we're in the present and I can truly say that God has entrusted me again to do the right thing. And I think as I look back on that, I think that's why things are working out so good for me. Things are working out so good for my daughter. Things are working out so good for Torian. Things are working out so good for the people that I'm able to bless because I'm able to say, God, you saw the best in me to give me my career, to, to grant me the opportunity to stay at home and be a mom and grant me the opportunity to work from six to three 30 from home and every other Friday off and every federal holiday off. Thank you, Jesus. You're such a marvelous God. And as I look at myself, I can really say, God, you've really brought me from a mighty long way. You saw the best in me again to to grant me good health and to let me have a normal mammogram and to let me have my normal mental faculties, even sometimes when I feel as though they're being drifted, even though when I feel as though someone might have really like rubbed me the wrong way. Today, I have enough professionalism, even in my career to, to say, you know what, I can either let it slide as my mom would used to say, just let that slide. Let that slide. Just let it slide. You know, Melissa, just let it slide. I can always hear her say those things. It's it's funny that I sit here today and and as I was sharing with Torian last night, man, sometimes I still can't believe that my mom's gone. It's like she's still with me each and every day. Each and every day I can still feel like my mom's here with me. It, it was only like this weekend, not only this weekend, but this weekend as I was doing things with my family, I was like, man, I would love to call my mom to share all the nice things and to share the pictures and to share those, those monumental moments. God saw the best in me to grant me with a mom that had a, had a career, had a job, had a, 
the opportunity to go to school. God granted me with that. He still saw the best in my mom to, to give her the things that she desired in life. Coming from a family of 11, the fourth ever, fourth out of 11 children to, to pass away with so many different things. God saw the best in her. She entrusted her, oh, God entrusted, excuse me, God entrusted her to have a career where she was able to pay tithes. Anybody that knows my mom, she was like a big tide payer, like really, really big, like a big tide payer. I mean, and I think she tied, if I were to be honest, I think she tied more than 10%. I'm pretty sure. But here I am today, as I sat this weekend, I was able to even tide more than more than 10%. And I thank you, God. It's like every time I get paid, God gives this number to me. And I'm like, okay, well, God, you really want me to tie that much? And it's like, yes, tie that much. He saw the best in me. When everyone else around got no's, God gave me a yes. When everyone else around got maybes, he gave me a, a confirmation that, Melissa, listen, it's your time. It's your season. This is your moment of that you're going to make history. This is your moment that someone's going to hear your message. Someone's going to hear your podcast and it's going to be life changing. You're giving hope to someone else. As I come before you, I I don't do my podcast just for me. Yes, I listen to my own messages to make sure it makes sense, to make sure there's a flow to it. But let me tell you something. It comes a time where for myself that I really always have to remember that God even entrusted me to be a mom. Like that's such a big job. It's like a 24 hour job that you're constantly learning and you're constantly doing now as parents that have children that are staying at home and they're working and they're cooking and they're cleaning. It's like, Whoa, you talk about multitasking. So God, you even entrusted me to, to be a good mom to my daughter, to, to be a nice wife to Torian. You even entrusted me to, to have 13 years of marriage where, whoa, it wasn't always gravy and, you know, flowers every day. God knows it wasn't, but you even saw the best in me to preserve my marriage. Even when I myself probably didn't even want to preserve my own marriage. If I were to be honest, vice versa, if I were to ask Torian, but somehow God saw the best in me again, to grant me with a couple of friends that really, you know, I can talk to them. We can talk and we can converse. God saw the best in me to, to provide me with a place to stay. God saw the best in me to use my gifts, to help someone look deep in yourself this morning or this afternoon and know that God saw the best in you. You, There's so much in store for you that God is still preparing great things for you. I'm here to tell you, don't get distracted and don't get moved and don't get too wind up about the, the, he said, she said, cause you know what? It really doesn't matter. It's just like he said, she said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't bring value to your light. Some, again, some things as my mom used to say, you do, you do, excuse me, have to let it slide. You have to let it slide for your own peace of mind. It might be a family member. It might be a friend. It might be a neighbor. God knows it might be a neighbor. <laughs> My neighbor, I wouldn't say she drives me nuts because I won't say that, but her personality is very much to be desired for. That's a nice way of putting it. But even God saw the best to put me next to a family that was completely different for me. Like their, their mannerisms are completely different from mine. 
but God must be teaching me patience because that's what I've learned in the last, I don't know, six months or so. I've learned patience. I've learned more of it. And as God sets me up for whatever the next thing is, there's a pruning process. There's a process that God has to clean me out and, and help me detoxify the things that are not like him. Ladies and gentlemen, it's almost like taking um, something that's going to clean you out. God's going to clean you out. He's got to clean you out first. I won't use the example of animals because I have some of my friends that don't eat meat or I don't want to gross anyone out. But it's like cleaning out the things. God saw the best in you to clean you, clean out the things, unnecessary things and, and prepare you for the next step. The next step is to be with him. The next step is to continue to trust him. The next step is to go further, further. There's a song that we used to sing. Take me higher. Lord, take me higher. In order for us to go higher, we have to clean ourselves more. He saw the best in you and he chose you to be clean. To be clean, to be holy holy and acceptable, and to live a life that's pleasing to God. I always like to reflect on my mom because I, she's done and accomplished so many different things that it's like she's my Michelle Obama and some. Not that I know too much about Michelle Obama or Kamala Harris or whomever a great leader is. Harriet Tubman, Tubman, excuse me. Mahalia Jackson was one of those ladies that I used to, to really like back in the day. I remember doing a project about her. Mahalia Jackson, one of the greatest gospel singers from back in the day. Let me just share something with you that's going to help you. Always value yourself Always know that you can do better. Always know that sometimes you have to cheer your own self on. Many times, I'll use the example when my husband was on deployment in Afghanistan 2010 and 2011. And um, I remember going to work and my salary was $9.80. And one day I always said to myself, I'm going to get back to, you know, making, putting a one in front of that six. Let me tell you something. You have to see yourself further than where you are now. You have to sometimes look in the mirror and say, you know what? You got this. It sounds a little weird, but trust me, you do have this. Everything around you may feel like it's falling apart. Your relationship with Jesus Christ, you may feel so far away from Jesus Christ. The Bible says, draw unto him and he'll draw nigh to you. You may feel far away from your significant other. 
You may feel far away from your children. You may even feel a disconnect with the employees that you manage. But I ask you this morning to push yourself a little further. No sense in giving up because you've really come too far to give up now anyway. You've come too far to throw in the towel. Jesus Christ preserved you for this very moment. As we approach February, as I look at my calendar here, it's next Monday. Next Monday will be February the 1st. My mom used to tell me that Jesus Christ is going to speed up the time for us. I don't know if anyone feels like the days are going faster and faster, but sometimes I feel as though the days are going faster and faster, which is not a a bad thing, but it's like for the chosen, chosen ones, the days are going to go faster and faster for the chosen ones. Know that God's got you for the chosen ones. Even in your dark moment, he's with you. He saw the best in you to preserve you for this time. There must be a reason that you're still here on earth and you're still living and you're still breathing. You're still employed. Your children are still healthy. Don't take it for granted. Never take a day for granted. Listeners. I'll share this with you. My very first job being a diagnostic medical sonographer was working at Children's Hospital of King's Daughters. I was making $27 an hour. My paychecks were pretty nice. I, I'm not even sure what I did with them, but they were nice. I felt a certain pride, uh, you know, and a self, self-accomplishment, accomplishment, excuse me, working at um, a children's hospital. Saw a lot of babies that were sick. I saw a lot of babies that were ill. But even for those children that were there, and we know that maybe they would have been diagnosed with severe Down syndrome or some type of abnormality or some type of brain issue or developmentally delayed, God has a plan for them. God has a plan for you. He saw the best in you when everyone else around saw the worst in you. Take, for example, a recovering alcoholic that sits in a meeting And they sit in the meeting and they say, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. If someone were to ask me, Melissa, what's the key word? I would say the wisdom to know the difference, the courage. The wisdom to know the difference that I must move with God. The difference to know that I must go in the direction that God has planned for me. Again, I don't give a lot of credit to the adversary because I believe and I know for a fact that Jesus Christ already paid the price. So I don't give the enemy any points. Like there's no points that I give the enemy. Jesus Christ already paid the price for me and he already paid the price for you. He wanted you to go through this time of this global pandemic. That's why you're still here. He wanted you to take care of your families. He wanted you to trust him even more and more. To know that you can make it. Baby, you got this. Young man, you have this. Young lady, 
you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Come what may. If you got to look yourself in the mirror every hour on the hour and say, I'm going to make it. Sometimes I had to look myself in the mirror. There was no mom around to say, baby, you got this. There was definitely no father to say, uh, Melissa, you have this. There was definitely no sibling to say, Melissa, you have this. I'm here to tell y'all. Sometimes I had to look myself in the mirror and say, Melissa, come what may. Your husband is in Afghanistan. Your mom is in Jersey. Your father's in London. Your sibling is in Jersey. Your cousins are in New York. They're in Trinidad. They're in Brooklyn. Wherever they are, you're going to make it. Jesus Christ has equipped you. You have enough inside of you to make it. Don't you give up. Come on now. You, you are now, you are now, you should have enough God in you to excite you. When I think about the goodness of God and all that he's done for me, I say, thank you. Again, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and how he blessed me, I must say thank you. I know that I've come a long way. I'm able to travel places and listen and enjoy my life. I'm able to buy the things I want and enjoy my life. And it's not because I have this big inheritance. Please don't get it twisted because I don't. It's because I'm a tithe payer. It's because I continue to tithe every other week and to say, Lord, I'm going to trust you even more with my own money. Cause I really could buy something else like more shoes. I'm going out my garage, but more shoes <laughs> or whatever, whatever I want, get a new sewing, whatever I want to do. I can spend that money on my daughter. I could spend that money on, on something else, but I'm going to trust God that he's going to make a way for me. And, and let me tell you something, anyone that knows me personally, I'm a good friend to a lot of people, right? And that's good. I would want to be my best friend. I, I mean, I'm a good person. I have my moments of like imperfections, but so does everyone else. But overall, what makes me a good person is not really my own self. It's because I have decided that come what may, God, I'm going to trust you. Come what may, I'm going to trust you. It doesn't matter what it looks like. God still has the best for you, sister. He still has the best for you, brother. When everything around is, is shaken, when everything around is like, Man, the bills aren't getting paid and the kids are acting up and my supervisor is acting up. Let me tell you something, y'all. God still has the best for you. He's still preparing something for you that's going to blow your mind. I Trust me and believe me. If he can do it for me, there's no respectable person. He can also, he, Jesus Christ, Yahweh, can do it for you. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how you were created. And when I say that, some people were, their parents brought them into this world. They weren't married. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Or you're, you know, some people may feel like they were like a, a oops baby. That doesn't matter either. There's a purpose for you. There's a plan for you. You got to trust that purpose. You got to trust that plan. And you can only trust that plan and that purpose with God. Because your own mind can't sometimes can't even understand why you're still here on earth and why you yourself haven't even taken your own life. You know why? Because God gripped you and prevented that from happening. Don't let, ladies and gentlemen, 
Again, don't let you damage you. I did a podcast about that a couple months ago. And one of my friends in, in San Antonio, Texas gave me some really good feedback. And she was like, Melissa, that's really good. Don't let you ruin you. Like, don't let you ruin you. Because Jesus Christ still has the best for you. He saw the best in you. Doesn't matter what society says. It really kind of doesn't matter. Okay. Because society might say that I'm supposed to be like on some type of, I'm supposed to be on some type of medication, some type of psychotropic meds because I had a life experience that was traumatic. I was reading um, some schoolwork last and I had a quiz to take and it was, we were talking about um, trajectories and I may mispronounce in that T-R-A-J-E-C-T-O-R-I-E-S. And it's when something tragic happens. It's like a life experience. And as I was listening to, I was, excuse me, as I was reading the passage or the, the, the chapter, I was like, wow, you know, they talked about losing a spouse could be very traumatic. And of course it is. It's like you can overeat, you can undereat, you know, um, life, changing event is like losing a career that's happened to me. I haven't lost a spouse, but I've lost my mom or, you know, and, and here I am to tell you that, you know what? Like, it doesn't feel good not having a parent in the United States to call. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good. Many times I still want to talk to my mom about things, but I can't pick up the phone and call. Sometimes I pick up the phone and call someone else and they listen. And that's really nice of them to listen. But I'm here to tell you that God must have really trusted. (laughs) Uh, God must have really believed that I can go through this like with flying colors. Because I'm going through this and I'm trying to, I don't question God. Like, God, why did you take my mom? Oh, Lord. Because my mom lived her life to to live again with Jesus Christ. Again, I'll say that my mom have lived her life, a life that was pleasing to God, holy and acceptable to live again. Today is the 25th of January. 2021 and I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ saw the best in you when everyone else around saw the worst in you when they called you like um, names you know when they teased you in school When they said, when your coworkers said things about you that they won't even have the audacity to say to your face because they just won't. (laughs) Those are words that you just, I mean, sticks and stones may hurt, you know. um, What's the saying? Sticks, I'm forgetting it now. Words can hurt, but they don't form you. Like, you know, they're only going to hurt if you accept it. You don't have to accept the fact that somebody says that you're unattractive or you're chubby or you're fat or you're too skinny or you're, you know, you're too brown, you're too light, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. People are always going to have something to move their lips about that's non-productive. It doesn't matter Live your best life today, girlfriend. 
Live your best life today, sir, young man. Live your best life. Live your best life for you and your family. I was sharing with someone and I was saying, live your best life through God, for your wife, and for your children. And watch how God just, like the the haters, just like they just go away. There's always going to be people that's going to be jealous. There's always going to be people that, oh, huh, huh. doesn't matter. I like to use my husband as an example. He can care less. Like this is a true story. He can care less really what anyone says about him. Like that is a true, like even working with him at Jersey Shore University Medical Center, I don't even think, and I was like his acting supervisor at night. I don't even think he cared what I thought. (laughs) Anyway, make a long story short, it doesn't matter. When you look at your life, and even if you look at your bank account or you look at your car, are those people like really in your circle? They're not. And they do not matter. When you get your college degree, which is a personal accomplishment. Their names will not be on that paper. When I received my certification in diagnostic medical sonography, it was just my name on it. Melissa E. Phillips. When I received my degree in education, it was just Melissa E. Clark. When I get this other degree, it's just going to have my name on it. Like it doesn't matter. I'm the only one that's staying up at night. I'm the only one that's doing the discussions and the paperwork and the quizzes and the replies and communicating with my professor. Everyone else is, no one else is here except Zanel and Torian. That's it. So it doesn't matter. Let me help you. It doesn't matter. Today, I want to end this off. And if you're struggling with self-esteem issues, I think we're all guilty, especially Ladies, sometimes we think that we're we're not good enough. You know, we don't know if that guy really likes us, if he still likes us. And this happens in marriages as well. Not every day I thought my husband liked me. I'm like, does he like me? Or he's just <laughs> tolerating me. I don't know. Anyway, today I want to ask you to to always like think, I'm not saying think hoity of yourself. But value yourself. Know your self-worth. You're good. You're doing good. And even if you feel as though you're not, you have enough to hit the reset button. You have enough to hit that reset button. You're still here living your best life through the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity to present another podcast to whomever is going to listen. I thank you, God, for another marvelous Monday. I thank you, God, for being so real in my life. I thank you, God, for being real in everyone else's life to bring them to this very day. Jesus Christ, meet them where they are. Continue to love them. Continue to protect them, protect their families and their loved ones. 
God, you're a good, good father. You're a good, good God. And we're so lost without you. I pray for the leaders of this country and the leaders of this world. And I pray for the leaders in your town, your county, the governors, the mayors, the politicians. Guide and protect. Give them the wisdom to lead. Give them the wisdom to lead through Christ. I thank you for another day. I thank you for loving me, even when I probably didn't love myself. Thank you.